0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Owen O'Brien is the Sinn Féin Housing Spokesperson and he is with me now. Uh, uh, Owen, uh, do you find it um, surprising at all that uh, given so many people are focused on what's happening before the PAC today, the Public Accounts Committee and the Oroctus Media Committee, that the government uh, uh, decided to announce an update on their Housing for All strategy?
1: I think it's not just uh, not surprising. I think it's deeply cynical. Um, the entire country. Um, uh, the media establishment, the political establishment is obviously focused on those two crucial hearings of the Public Accounts Committee and the Media Committee today. Uh, very important matters. And for not just the Minister for Housing, but the Taoiseach, the Taunishta and the leader of the Green Party to then organise an alternative event uh, away from the glare of public attention uh, and publish uh, 75 pages of a report that doesn't give us much progress at all, uh, I think it's media management at it's very worst. I think they are desperate that people don't pay attention to what they talked about today because I actually think if it got the full scrutiny it deserves, people would be even more angry at this government's failure with respect to the housing crisis.
0: Uh, So why would they be angry? What did the government reveal to us today?
1: Well, first of all, nothing new. Um, so, none of the information uh, that's contained in those 75 pages of documentation is new. It's all uh, available elsewhere. Nor were there any new policy or funding announcements. There was a series of re-announcements of existing uh, funds and existing policies. But the really important things that the journalists at the press conference and, and those of us who follow this want to know, they couldn't answer. So, they were asked how many social homes have been delivered to date this year. They couldn't tell us. They asked were asked how many affordable homes to rent or buy had been delivered to date this year they couldn't tell us. They were asked how many tenant in situ purchases were councillor or approved housing bodies, purchased private rental properties uh, where the landlord is selling and the tenant is at risk of homelessness. How many have they purchased? They indicated maybe it was 2,000 then they said no it was about 500 but it doesn't seem to be even that. And then on really important issues like when are we going to start seeing homeless numbers fall they simply couldn't answer that. And this report was the quarter to in inverted commas progress report for this government. And on those key areas that government is in control of, social housing, affordable housing, tenant in situ, uh, 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 long-promised legislation around planning reform, around first refusal of tenants to buy the properties when the landlord is selling, or issues of homelessness, they had no updates at all. Why? One assumes because there's a lack of progress. And that's what they're trying to... I suppose, conceal from public scrutiny by cynically launching this report at the same time Ryan Tuberty and his agent are in front of the uh, relevant directors committees.
0: One of the things they did reveal though uh, (coughs) the three um, uh, government representatives the coalition leaders and the Minister for Housing rather four of them uh, there today uh, was completion numbers and commencement notices as well which are all trending in the right direction.
1: They're not. Um, so they, they estimate Is there not an increase
0: of almost 20% in terms of completions in, in, in the quarter they were providing an update on and 7% oh, commencement oh, oh. notices?
1: Compared compared to the equivalent quarter last year, but they're actually down on the quarter previous. But what's really important here is the government are estimating that between public and private sector output, twenty nine thousand homes will be delivered this year, and that's in line with the targets. The problem is universally, from independent academics to the housing agency to the housing commission to private developers to us in the opposition are saying thirty thousand, even if you meet it, is nowhere close to what's required we need up to 50,000. So if you set a target so low, you can't then jump up and down about it if you meet it because it's not actually tackling the problem. But also crucially, like last year, even if they meet or exceed that global target, if within that they're not delivering an adequate supply of social homes, Genuinely affordable homes to rent or buy uh, and not taking enough measures to reduce the flow of singles and families into homelessness and do more to get people out of homelessness. Then, even with 30,000 homes delivered this year, we will be in a worse state at the end of the year in terms of rising house prices, rising rents, longer social housing waiting lists, and more adults and crucially children in emergency accommodation. So, this is spin at its very worst. If they really felt they had some progress to shout about, They wouldn't have organised this press conference uh, uh, under the shadow of Ryan Trubbery's appearance. They've done it at a separate time with the full media core and in full uh, glare of the Oireachtas. The very fact they did it in the way they did shows even they don't believe there's any progress to be announced here.
0: That's very cynical though, Owen, isn't it? I mean, they they organised the press conference. They were all standing there. It's not like it was just kind of a press release that they dumped into people's inboxes.
1: I have to say, I've spoken to a lot of political correspondents here in Leinster House today, uh, and cynical was the mildest of the words that I heard used to describe how government has done this today. Like, the, the problem is, Fine Gael have been in government for 12 years. Fianna Fáil have been propping them up in one way or another for seven. Daryl O'Brien has been Minister for Housing for three years. Uh, and in those three years, rents are up to record highs, house prices up to record highs, homelessness at levels we never thought conceivable and continuing to rise – Three years in a row, government have missed their social and affordable housing targets. As of June of this year, according to well, the uh, Department for, a good Finance, ch- for a good chunk
0: of those three years, if Daryl Bryan was here now, he'd be talking about the C word, wouldn't he?
1: But here's the odd thing. The private sector rebounded and recovered much more quickly and exceeded their targets last year. Government can blame COVID for a portion of the slowback in 2020 and 2021, but not all of it and not for any of it uh, 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 last year. But what's interesting is the Department of Finance in their June fiscal monitor shows In the first half of this year, the Department of Housing are under profile for capital spending for housing programmes by 28%. They're underspending again, and there's no COVID excuse this year. The problem is their targets are too low. Uh, uh, They're imposing far too much red tape and bureaucracy on our local authorities and on SME builders. Uh, And therefore, not only are their targets too low to meet need, but they're not even reaching those. And that's why this evening... We have another private member's motion focusing uh, on government's failures, particularly to protect renters. Renters have never been as vulnerable, never been as insecure, never been charged rents as high uh, as they are, never been more at risk of homelessness, and not a single new initiative announced today from government to tackle all of that. We'll be setting out our stall in the PMB this evening uh, uh, as to what we would do if we were in government. Um,
0: Were they to revise those targets upwards? Would would it make any difference given that they're underspending when it comes to implementing the current targets.
1: So we, we've argued for a long time they have to do three things raise the targets, increase the funding and strip away the red tape and bureaucracy because a lot of that red tape and bureaucracy is not just slowing down the delivery of homes. It means when those homes are eventually delivered, they'll cost much more because of construction sector inflation. Can, can, you, give so us, sorry, level... just, can
0: you give us an example just for people at home? What, 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 what red tape and bureaucracy are you talking about getting rid of? Yeah,
1: sure. So after local authority will approve planning permission for a social or affordable housing project and before construction commences, it can be 18 to 24 months of, of bureaucracy imposed by the Department of Housing on the local authorities or the approved housing bodies and really, really kind of senseless micromanagement of the job of the local authority, the approved housing body by the department. We have cases at Michael's estate, for example, in, in, uh, in Chicor, uh, um, out of my own constituency uh, in uh, Kishog, really, really good public housing projects of social affordable housing, planning permission in, in Kishog, for example, outlined planning permission 2018-2019, it still has a start of construction. St. Michael's Estate, it was announced by Owen Murphy in 2018, planning permission has only now been granted. Everybody from housing managers to building contractors to councillors to opposition TDs have been screaming for years, we have to cut back the red tape and allow our local authorities and approved housing bodies and SME builders to build a social and crucially affordable rental and affordable purchase homes that people need and if it takes 12 months to deliver the homes why are we adding another 18 to 24 months on top of that and as i say some of these rules were put in place after the celtic tiger crash Mm. to try and restrain bad spending it's now costing us money every 12 month delay in a social affordable housing project 10 percent increase in cost we've seen the debacle around the children's hospital on a smaller scale with every social affordable housing project it's the same problem cut back the bureaucracy give the local authorities and approved housing bodies uh, more direct control, give them more ambitious targets, uh, and then hold them to account. And I've no doubt if government were to do that, we would see a significant improvement in output. But crucially, meanwhile, as we're going to make the case in our private members' motion tonight, renters need a break. Rents are continuing to rise, according to the last uh, um, uh, Residential Tenancies Board rent index. Uh, Renters cannot afford those perpetual increases. So we do need emergency measures like an emergency three-year ban on rent increases for all existing and new tenancies and new rental properties. We need a proper refundable tax credit to put a full month's rent back into every renter's pocket. And we need an emergency supply of social and affordable homes using emergency procurement and planning powers and building technologies and vacant homes to get additional supply specifically targeted to those people, Mm. especially families and over 55s currently in emergency accommodation because contrary to what the Taoiseach said today, the number of people exiting emergency accommodation has collapsed in the last number of years. That's why the numbers are rising and that's why this crisis is getting worse.
0: Owen O'Brien, Sinn Féin, Housing Spokesperson. Owen, thanks a million uh, for joining us here.